The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to You Are Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges with April J. Ford. April has faced adversity in her life, such as childhood sexual abuse and becoming a widow and a single parent at 32. Through all of her challenges, she has managed to rise above them and conquer her life. She'll help you to do the same. Now, here is your host, April Ford. Welcome to You're Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges. I'm your host, April J. Ford. Our segment today is You No Longer Have to Suffer in Silence from Abuse. I actually have two guests that are live with me here in the studios in Phoenix, Arizona, Jim Fitzpatrick and Susan Berman. But before I bring them on, you know, I always want to say a warm hello and gratitude to all of our You're Not Alone listeners out there. Just to name a few, we've got Canada, U.S., of course, Turkey, Philippines, Mexico, Australia, Spain, Japan, Russia, Egypt. Again, thank you to all of our You're Not Alone listeners out there globally. And if there's a segment, topic, or an expert that you'd like for me to bring on the show, go ahead and send me a segment proposal, and I'll look it over with my producer. You can email it to Ford at joysofyaw.com. So I offer this show as an example for people who may feel alone during adversity that they are not alone. Loneliness has been an overriding theme of my life and the challenge I've had to overcome. Your journey called life is filled with happiness, success, fulfillment, and even disappointments and adversities. I created a formula in four steps on how to have a blueprint so you can rise above these challenges. These four steps are recognize, respond, reevaluate, and rebalance. Now, this blueprint guides you on finding who you are and how to handle the challenges that you're facing. This is how you will transition and transform into who you're truly meant to be. And I believe on taking a holistic approach on implementing these four steps. So this show will bring on expert guests focused on empowerment. Know that there's gold to be discovered in our challenges. Know that you're not alone. Get inspired, uplifted, and empowered every Tuesday, 4 p.m. Pacific, here on Voice America. So on with our our show for today, again, you no longer have to suffer in silence from abuse. Suffering in silence from abuse doesn't have to end in a tragic murder-suicide like Jim Fitzpatrick family now grieves with. Jim Fitzpatrick is a 33-year veteran at Intel Corporation with a career that has covered many different engineering roles in multiple states. Jim and I actually worked together back in my corporate engineering days, and we, you know, since then, since developed a friendship to keep in touch. His relationship with the Fresh Start Foundation was a result of a brutal and tragic domestic violence murder of his sister, Carol, 14-year-old niece, Audra, 
and brother Tom on his mother Helen's 80th birthday at the hand of Carol's soon-to-be ex-husband. Carol was in the beginning phases as a client of Fresh Start, and since then, Fresh Start has created an enhanced and expanded domestic violence educational program named in Carol's memory. The Fitzpatrick family were very impressed with the organization and has since you know, committed to helping the organization and raising funds. And Jim was actually the keynote speaker at the gala charity event and since joined the Fresh Start Men's Board. Susan Berman, once a single mom struggling to make ends meet with little education and low self-esteem, now is a CEO of Fresh Start Organization, helping women transform their lives and plan for successful futures. Here at the foundation, they have empowered thousands of women by offering free and low-cost programs and services in the areas of economic self-sufficiency, education, and personal development. With her expertise, Fresh Start moved from a two-star program and charity navigator to a four-star charity. Fresh Start also began a $2 million endowment as a result of donor confidence and financial transparency and efficiency. So for all of our listeners today, I really want you guys to get empowered on how you or someone you know can have a support network to transition out of an unhealthy and abusive environment into one that is thriving because you are not alone. And let's welcome Jen and Susan to our show today. How are you guys? Fine. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yes. Thanks for having us, April. Pleasure to have both of you guys live in our studios. Now, Jen, before we get into your story, I'd like for Susan to share how she got involved, you know, with the organization and now with her being, you know, the CEO of Fresh Start Foundation. Susan, share with us how this all started and maybe go into, you know, for our listeners out there, what is Fresh Start? Well, Fresh Start is a 23-year-old nonprofit organization devoted to serving women and women's issues, helping to empower and educate women so they can move forward in life. We are in the Phoenix uh, metropolitan area, and we are currently serving, actively serving 8,200 women at our center. So we're an extremely busy facility, serving a lot of women, coming from many, many places in her life. And I love what you said about uh, recognize and respond. We are a place for a woman to respond to recognizing that she needs a little extra help or momentum forward. We also serve about 48% of our women experience domestic violence, so we have a significant population who have needs of uh, support, help, assistance, and understanding of what's going on in her own life, uh, which brings us to Jim's story. But just a bit about me, years ago, I was a woman uh, on the edge with, as you said in your introduction, I had no skills, and I certainly didn't think I had any skills or ability. I found myself alone with three children uh, needing to mm. scramble to move forward and uh, was uh, trying to look for some employment opportunity and thought maybe I could become a pop jockey at a, a convenience store or something. I had no education and uh, certainly no college under my belt. So I really was panicked and at a loss and feeling uh, cornered by life and not knowing what to do. Wow. So, so you really felt isolated and... I, I was, know, yeah. You didn't know where to go. I was right. very isolated, and uh, I didn't 
quite recognize yet what was going on for me. Uh, so I, I love your four steps, but that recognition of becoming aware suddenly that, well, wait a minute, this isn't okay. I need to make some progress. I need to move forward in life and then respond by putting myself in a circumstance with other people doing similar things, learning about what is out there for, for me. So I went to a small program that was funded by a fledgling Fresh Start about 22, 21 years ago and learned that there were things that I could do. Not only did I already have some skills and abilities, I wasn't completely worthless, but I, I could learn and I could grow. And I put myself in a class with other women doing like things with like goals and like visions. And I was so dumbfounded by what the possibilities were. And it wasn't until then that I didn't recognize the possibilities and the potential of what life had to offer me. I had to put in all the work, as all of our clients do. But once I did, I was really able to make progress. A number of years later, I uh, went to school. I couldn't spell college when I started, and now I have a master's degree in counseling. Uh, went to school and started to build my career. And as fate would have it, four years ago, this position became available at Fresh Start Women's Foundation. And I thought, oh, if I could just wow. work there and put my stamp on services. And as fate would have it, they gave me the mm -hmm. job. And it's such a privilege to work in an agency that is so uh, motivated to help women. It's the real McCoy. But it's such a privilege to be able to work with women who are ready to take those next steps and to move forward and to put themselves in an environment with other women. Uh, who are also doing like things. And they start to realize, just like I did, that, well, wait a minute, life has opportunity. I can make change and I can move forward. And with the help and guidance of Fresh Start, I think I'm going to do this. And so it's a, it's a wonderful and exciting position to be in and a wonderful agency. But women, helping women, supporting each other, learning and growing together, there's nothing like it. Wow, I love that. And it sounds like you it was your opportunity to really reach back and pay it forward when the opportunity presented itself. I think you said it was four years ago of, you know, having that position as now the CEO. You, know, you first started just as one of their students or program participants. Yes, and it is full circle for me. And it is my way to to pay it forward, as you say. Um, I've been working and building my career for a number of years now, and it feels like everything I've done and everything I've learned was to prepare me for this very important uh, calling, if you will. And it's, it's really wonderful to be able to participate in something like this. Now, would you say Fresh Start is, you said a lot of your population our demographic has to do with domestic violence, but is it only for abuse and domestic violence that you cater to, or is it other transitional um, populations it, as well? Well, we actually serve about 48% of our clients experience domestic violence, but we serve any woman coming from any station in life. Mostly, she's experiencing some form of uh, transition. Some of them are traumatic and dramatic, and some of them are just she needs a better job, she's underemployed or unemployed. Uh, but whatever her transition is, we are there to serve and support her. Uh, we do, uh, because of Jim and his family, we have developed a very significant domestic violence program that is designed specifically for that population and what their needs are. And that is really starting to take 
uh, some great shape and make some great inroads. And we work uh, closely with our sister agencies who are domestic violence shelters. But uh, our clients are coming from all walks of life, all backgrounds, all education levels. It's just a woman who is self-identified. She wants to walk in the center and utilize our services. Great. Awesome. Now, Jim, now tell us, you know, share with us about your family story that really, you know, got you plugged into the Fresh Start organization. And now you're actually passionately serving, you know, on the men's board. Can you briefly tell us before we go on break, just, you know, just as a start, share with us how you got involved? Well, as you mentioned earlier, my sister was going through a a very abusive relationship and tried to leave the marriage. Uh, which unfortunately ended in him taking her life as well as her, uh, my niece Audra's and my brother Tom's. Um, we found out uh, later that uh, through some of uh, my sister's co-workers that she had already reached out to Fresh Start. Um, and uh, through their advice, we were, had funds that were um, given to us by many people that my sister worked with and other people had donated money to us. Um, and we said, you know, we needed to turn this money around, and uh, we picked Fresh Start as the organization that we would uh, donate the funds to. And we went down to the center. We met Susan and the rest of the staff there, um, and that's how, how it all started. Um, you know, from there, um, as you mentioned earlier, I got the opportunity to be the keynote speaker at the, uh, at the 2014 gala. <laughs> And um, which was an amazing um, situation, speaking in front of seven to eight hundred people. I've never done uh, large uh, audiences mm-hmm. like that prior. Um, and as I told people before, luckily the lights were blinding me in the spotlight, <laughs> so I couldn't really see the crowd, and I just I, I rode through it. And, um, and that brings us up to um, you know my opportunity to join the men's board. The, the chairman of the board that that evening was there, and. Uh, after my speech just came up and, and told me he just needed to give me a big hug. Um, and then I met him later again um, where he, he asked me if I had remembered who came up and gave him the hug. And I said, I remember that hug, <laughs> certainly. And uh, he turned out to be the chairman of the men's board and uh, later asked me to, to join the board. Wow, great. So let's do this. We're going to take our first commercial break. And when we come back, I want Jim to share a little bit more of, you know, what was it really like to... Um, go through the whole event of having, you know, seen a sister go through such a traumatic um, event in her life because it wasn't just a big surprise in one day. I'm sure there were, you know, signs and clues that led to, you know, the, you know, the tragic outcome of this event. And I really want to empower our audience on how we can help the other women out there some or somebody that we know who's going through, um, a traumatic event or an abusive relationship, how can we best support them to have a successful transition and really reach out there uh, for some help? So when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about Jim's personal story and the services from Fresh Start. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Has life ever thrown you a curveball called challenges? Or maybe even a boulder called adversity? You are not alone. How to Rise Above Life's Challenges with Grace, Gratitude, Love, and Joy is about finding the gold in life's challenges. 
April J. Ford shares how tragedies from her past taught her the alchemy of adversity. Who we are inside and the way we handle the challenges we face is how we transition and transform into who we are truly meant to be. Pick up your copy today at www.feeljoyagain.com or by clicking on the link on the You Are Not Alone show page. When is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day? Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own Mighty Gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. If you're looking for tips for personal success, look no further than DJ and the Bear, keeping you at the top of your game with your hosts, leadership and personal effectiveness consultant, Deetta Jones and Richard Dent, formerly of the champion Chicago Bears. Together as a husband and wife team, they've raised a family, owned two successful businesses, led major philanthropic initiatives through their foundation, and lived the ultimate lifestyle. Find out their secrets. Listen every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. tuned into you are not alone to reach april j ford or her guest on today's program you may call in to 1-888-346-9141 again that's 1-888-346-9141 if you'd rather send april an email her email address is april j ford at joys now back to you are not alone how to rise above life's challenges Welcome back. I'm your host, April J. Ford. Our segment today is You No Longer Have to Suffer in Silence from Abuse. Suffering in silence from abuse doesn't have to end in a tragic murder-suicide like my friend here, uh, Jim Fitzpatrick, and his family that they now grieve with. And I've also brought on the line Susan Berman. She is the CEO of Fresh Start foundation and just before the break I had you know Jim kind of share his personal story of how he got plugged into the fresh start organization and it had to do with again the tragic event of you know the murder and suicide of his help Jim can you explain you know before we actually get to that day when you found out you know on the news while you were traveling for Intel but what was it like, you know, the environment in your family? Weren't there some clues that you guys were suspicious of, of the controlling environment that your sister Carol was living under? Yeah, um, we, there were a lot of signs, um, and, and many of them flipped uh, as we later found out that he was uh, suffered as bipolar and uh, didn't regularly take his medications. But, uh, you know, when, when my sister and he first met, he was over the top of... Uh, you know, with gifts and flowers and, and compliments and always there to, to lend a hand and do just about anything that was needed by my parents or anyone else that was related to the family. And uh, they had a, a fairly short relationship before getting married. And then not long after that, uh, or sorry, um, after the marriage, um, they had my niece, uh, Audra. 
And uh, at that time, things started to flip. You know, he started making excuses for not being around uh, the family environment. Um, we all believe that, you know, he felt jealous and, and threatened by the family closeness that we had in the Fitzpatrick family. We always got together and celebrated just about anything. If there was something worth celebrating, we all got together and um, had a meal, uh, had some had uh, some wine or whatever it was that we did for that evening, go on mm-hmm. uh, trips together. And uh, he he felt uh, uncomfortable with that, so he was always making excuses and scheduling other things for their little family unit to go and do other things. And it just kept getting worse and worse to the point was uh, not too uh, many years before uh, the tragedy, he had forbade them from seeing uh, the, f- the family and referred to us as the bad people to my niece. And uh, that's what she grew up understanding that we were. Um, and uh, so my sister uh, put up with a lot of this because he had threatened her life. Uh, it wasn't for a lack of means. You know, she was the breadwinner of the family. Uh, it wasn't for lack of education or, uh, or any other aspect of it, um, finances and resources. You know, the family had multiple times put together plans to try and help her escape uh, from the situation. But uh, she was un- living under the threat that uh, if she had left, he would hunt her down and, and kill her and then have come after the family as well. Right. And, and I, I can totally relate to that. And the reason why I'm asking you to share, you know, what was the environment like so that our listeners out there who, you know, maybe they know a family member or a coworker or a neighbor that's, and they're just suspicious. I'm not saying that every instance is, is going to be, you know, domestic violence or there's sexual abuse or physical abuse, but there are some commonalities because as I was talking to you, you know, when we, when we, um, when I was still living in Northern California and, and transitioning, you know, out of my corporate career from Intel on what your family dynamics were like. It's like, well, that kind of sounds like my family. When I talk to other survivors and victims of abuse, well, it kind of sounded like my family. There's a lot of common threads of, like you said, being threatened under the fear and manipulation. You know, my mother was also under the fear and manipulation and um, with me, you know, being so young, I I wasn't allowed to even go to my cousin's house to have a sleepover. I mean, that's the amount of control that you're under because he, my stepfather, the one that abused me, he didn't want you to develop that sense of trust in, you know, in any other individual because once you develop that trust and comfort, you would open up to that person and then, you know, expose what was really going on. So that's why I kind of wanted you to share, you know, what was it like for you to observe, you know, your sister Carol from the outside looking in so that others can also, um, you know, see from that perspective. Right. You know, it, it went uh, as far as, you know, he, he mostly worked night jobs uh, as, a, as a night watchman. Uh, and at these times, uh, you know, Carol would sometimes uh, sneak off and, and meet us uh, I, remember, I recall many times her parking a couple blocks away from uh, my mom's house and when we were having family gatherings and walking over just in case mm-hmm. he drove by and would see the car sitting in the driveway or something along those lines. But, uh, you know, she finally got up the courage to, to leave when she felt that uh, Audra's life was also uh, potentially, not life, but her, um, that she was also going to be being impacted, that she was growing to be 14 years old now and fully aware of the situation. 
so she felt at that time it was probably the right the right move and uh, so she did um, file uh, and had put out a restraining order against him um, <clears throat> and had moved out of the house uh, he uh, initially uh, surprised all of us by following the uh, the restraining order to the letter letter of the law actually even going beyond that which I think maybe gave her a and the rest of us a false sense of security uh, oh. leading up to that uh, tragic day where the uh, on that the morning of, of uh, that tragedy she had uh, actually he had filed um, against uh, for the court to lift the uh, restraining order for his daughter so he could spend time with her and the judge had actually granted um, visitation um, with guardian uh, right. to, to, to visit right. her and it was later, and he also, the judge had ordered him to clear out of the house and give them free reign to uh, go in and, and collect some of the other belongings that had been, that had been left behind. So, um, and that particular, uh, at that particular time, as you mentioned earlier, I was, I was out, out of town traveling. Uh, so my brother had, um, with, his, uh, with his pickup truck, had offered to help her move the, thing, move the items out of the house. So the, the three of them were there when, when he came and, and ambushed them. Oh, so your brother was your brother Tom was acting as the kind of like the chaperone for for your sister. Not necessarily as a chaperone. He, he was there to to assist my sister in, in moving moving items out of the house. He, you know, there was no need for necessarily a chaperone. He wasn't supposed to be there. He was not supposed to be uh, anywhere near the house. He was the yeah, judge had ordered him to clear out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I remember when I, you know, was leaving my home, I actually got a police escort to get all of my stuff out of my mother's home because, you know, everybody was there. My mother was there. My siblings were there as well as my stepfather were there. And I didn't feel safe or comfortable just to bring, you know, a friend along with me. So I actually had a police escort just to make sure that everybody was safe while I was entering the home to, like you said, get all your belongings and just to leave, to yeah. leave that well, like, I, like I said, I think his um, his – following the restraining order to the letter of law and actually even going beyond uh, um, in that, I think, as I mentioned, gave a, a very false sense of security uh, to, to all of us. That, um, you know, it, that's something else that we um, addressed later was why didn't the judge order uh, a police escort? You know, he did have the opportunity to do that, but uh, did not. Okay. Now, share with us just a little bit on... What was it like for you? I mean, you were out of town, and I'm sure you kind of felt like no, things were out of reach and out of control, and you felt disempowered but just because of your distance. What was it like just hearing, you know, from your wife or through the TV what had yeah, happened was, back uh, home? It was absolutely horrible. I, I at first I couldn't I couldn't believe it. You know, my I, I'm I, I was just about to sit to dinner um, in a business meeting, and uh, my wife called and said something's going on in the, in the area near your. Your, your sister's house. It's all over the, the TV news. Um, and I was, uh, you know, fumbling through the phone and trying to pull, you know, use up the internet to try and uh, find out anything that was going on. And um, at one point, uh, after um, it had reached the point where SWAT teams were uh, out to, to, to uh, try and capture him, uh, the, looking down, I, I, I happened to notice my brother's pickup truck in the, in the screen shot that was on the TV or sorry, on the, on my phone, on the video there. And, uh, I, I just almost collapsed, uh, to the floor. So it, it was a very difficult situation. And then from the distance there, trying to, 
um, you know, make contact with, with the authorities to try and uh, get verification and mm-hmm. understanding of, of who was uh, who was involved in this and, and what was the out- on the outcomes of it. It took till uh, after midnight uh, that night, uh, which the, the the actual murders were at 4 p.m. in the afternoon. So it took that long just to get uh, final verification from the police, and then the struggle to to catch flights and, and arrange travel to get back home to the family and to my mother, who you know, luckily was was not watching the. Mm-hmm. The TV that, and so she had no idea um, that what was going, what hap- was going on. Right, and that was her birthday, wasn't it? Her yeah, birthday uh, that yeah, day. Wow, her 80th birthday. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, so let's do this. We're going to take our next commercial break, and when we come back, I'd like for Susan to give our listeners some advice on, you know, if somebody's out there suffering in silence, how can we best equip them on what should their next step be? So when we come back, we'll be back with Susan and Jim. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Joy's Gift is a 501c3 nonprofit that empowers women and youth to transition from tragedy to triumph, from loss or sexual abuse. Our program emphasizes a foundation of developing true self-mastery of independence, Our services provide a support system and infrastructure of wraparound resources for services focused on mental, emotional, and spiritual healing. Restore someone's hope, love, peace, and help them develop self-mastery of independence by sharing your gifts with Joy's Gift at www.joysgift.org. That's joysgift.org. Our world is shrinking. We get information across the planet as fast and as easily as across the street. Lately, it seems as if none of it is good. The world has become so addicted to negativity, fear, drama, and our kids are learning fast. Are you worried about your teen? Do you know where they are, who they're with, and what they're really up to? Power of Peace Radio tackles real issues that are changing the minds of the next generation. Get involved in the conversation on Monday evenings with Kit Cummings. Pop Radio is about interrupting and redirecting those who are on a dangerous course and bringing light into dark places with powerful topics and real stories. We bring hope to those who need it most because hope is the new dope. Power of Peace Radio, Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Like so many others, do you put on a game face to the world? The pressures of work, home, and personal life exerts its toll on us on a daily basis. Yet, it feels risky to let others see what lies beneath the facade, let alone talk about it. What would be possible if we could connect with each other at a deeper level, in the place where our shared humanity lies? Tune into Stories from the Heart of Leadership with host Shamin Sadek to discover how to do this in your own life. Listen live every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
are tuned into You Are Not Alone. To reach April J. Ford or her guest on today's program, you may call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send April an email, her email address is Ford at joysofyah.com. Now, back to You Are Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges. With Jim Fitzpatrick and Susan Berman with Fresh Start Women's Foundation. And I wanted to ask um, Susan, you know, for our listeners out there who are listening, you know, I really offer this platform not only to bring awareness on two fronts, and that's one to provide support to organizations and, and causes like this, such as women's empowerment, awareness of abuse, domestic violence you know, loss. But the second is really, you know, for empowering women who are suffering in silence, the first thing we do want them to know that they're not alone and there's a resource out there um, in whatever local city that they're in. Um, Susan, what can you suggest for women out there to really minimize the risk and maximize their safety of success of breaking away? I mean, simple things like having a contact person to meet at a rendezvous location or maybe having a getaway bag and what does that getaway bag look like? What are some tips would you recommend? Well, certainly a safety plan is essential. If a woman finds herself in a circumstance that is negative and there's abuse, verbal and or physical, first of all, to realize that that is not acceptable at any period in time uh, and to not delude ourselves into thinking, well, it was just this one time. Well, maybe it was me. Well, maybe. Well, maybe. But catch it early in the relationship and uh, set uh, firm, fair boundaries around oneself and one's safety. But sometimes we do find ourselves in these negative relationships and there's abuse going on. So for a woman to set a safety plan, And uh, one thing that we do at Fresh Start with our team of social workers is work with a client on what a safety plan would entail. But that is very carefully and safely putting away some resources, money, um, Mm. a getaway bag, things that you might need in uh, that immediate moment, and really develop a game plan of where you can go who is a safe place to receive you, who you can call, maybe a separate phone if you're not able to leave right away. As we know, Carol was caught in a terrible quagmire in that she believed, and it turned out to be true, that if she left, he was going to uh, harm her mother, her uh, her brothers, um, and what she didn't know is that he would be willing to kill his own child. So mm-hmm. he went to major extremes, but have to be ready for all uh, potential impossibilities. Right. But the first thing you said, let me just go back to your first point when you said recognize, you know, in the relationship what things are not acceptable to create those boundaries. But going back to um, Carol's situation, like Jim explained, well, in the beginning he was like. The perfect guy, you know, you, you go on dates, brought the flowers and courted her and, you know, spent time with her. It was like a totally complete different person. Like Jim explained that he basically just flipped into a different person. So how do we, how do you, what would you recommend to somebody in that situation where it's like, 
yeah, it wasn't really like this in the beginning. Well, it's easy to look in hindsight and, and look at Carol's life and say, well, she could have and or I would have or we should have. And often we don't see those red flags. And he was playing a very specific role in order to gain Carol's trust and, and faith. And uh, many abusers will do that, which is why uh, one of the services that we offer at Fresh Start and I think is essential for everybody, men, women alike, is, you know, understanding what comprises a healthy relationship and healthy dating practices. And uh, it's potential. I can't speak to Carol, but it's a potential that maybe more time needed to be taken with this individual and a little more vetting in that relationship building process because what he turned into, basically, he always was. He didn't change his colors. He just changed what he was able to show to Carol. And uh, so it's easy for me to sit here and say that, but we do offer a dating program at Center or at uh, Fresh Start where uh, we help young girls 13 to 18 identify healthy dating relationships and identify those red flags. So the minute something comes up, that relationship needs to be terminated and just move move forward before we're too um, emotionally or physically invested in that individual. And empowering the family too. Like I said, Jim, what was it like for you? What did you observe? And he was able to observe, well, gosh, you know, they, they can't even, you know, come to the Sunday family dinners or when they come, they had to park three blocks away. I mean, th- those are red flags, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And so what Carol was so deep into that situation at that point in time, and I know in my visiting with the with the family, Helen was beside herself as the mother and trying to cope with this, meeting her daughter at, at, at a Walmart in the aisle for a few minutes here or there or having her sneak over is absolutely unacceptable and ridiculous. But they had tried everything they knew how to do to help her remove herself, and she actually was taking the right steps. She had been a Fresh Start client for just a very short period of time but was starting to make some inroads in progress. And I think what appeared to happen was everyone was lulled into another sense of uh, security that he was behaving himself and staying right. away, et cetera, and not knowing that he was mentally ill, quite frankly. So it, it was a, a devastating a whole process. I will say that when the Fitzpatrick family came to Fresh Start for a tour, I had just returned to work from my mother passing away, and I was so engulfed in my own um, in my own sadness that here came this family for a tour. I really didn't put two and two together. I knew the story oh. on the news, and I knew mm-hmm. it was one of our clients, but I did not know that this was her family because there were two different names and. Uh, So we talked, and I gave them a tour, and I noticed that Helen was just a broken, broken woman. And I thought, well, I wonder what's going on. When they shared this story with me, it put my own life in total perspective. And my heart broke for this family. And one of the things in response to what the Fitzpatrick family went through, not only with the death of Carol, Audra, and Tom, but all the years leading up to it, the frustration, the fear, not knowing what to do, not knowing how to help her, what are the best steps to take, is we have created a program called Audra's Angels, and it's for children of those who are experiencing domestic violence. We know that these children are much more likely to be abused or abusers when they grow up. 
we know they're much more likely to get into abusive dating relationships. And so we're really trying to help them understand how to cope today with Mm -hmm. what's happening. What are their choices and options? How can they deal with what's going on at home uh, while they're all still there? And then how to make a difference in their own lives as they move forward as young adults or they they start to have uh, significant relationships, either friendships and or dating relationships. And that program is really starting to take off and, and get some real power behind it. And then the next program that we've got planned for and ready to implement will be Helen's Helpers. And that is for the family of the victim, of people who just go, oh, my gosh, why can't they just pack up and leave? What is going on? It's so frustrating. We know statistically that a, a victim of domestic violence will leave her abuser on average 13 times before she makes that final break. And we know during that final break is the most dangerous time. And so we want to help uh, our clients and the families understand what all the dynamics are, how they can be of the best assistance, how they can be a support to and not um, uh, derail the whole, pro- the whole uh, process. So right. we've got a lot going on as a result of this uh, tragedy. But I will say that the Fitzpatrick family, they were adamant when they came to Fresh Start that this will not be in vain, that Carol's name will continue on, and that what happened to her, Audra and Tom, will make a difference in many other people's lives. And it is just remarkable to watch that happen. Yeah, it's been good. It's amazing. We're, we're so happy. Um, you know, as, as you said, we came to Carol so many times with many different uh, options of, of, of plans to get away to... Uh, we had friends or relatives in other states where um, she could hide. Uh, we had the resources financially to to back her to uh, to to leave the situation. But she, as we mentioned earlier, was in such fear that if uh, she left and and he wasn't able to find her, that he would come after the rest of us and right. and harass right. us until we would give that up or potentially harm or kill kill us and and giving up that information. Right. Now, now, Susan, explain if somebody's out there who's interested in your organization or program and wants to participate, what can she expect? I mean, are you assigned to a personal one-on-one caseworker? Are you expected to take, you know, like a six-week course in, in a certain area first? Or what can she expect just walking through the door? Well, what she can expect at Fresh Start is something so refreshing and remarkable because there's no uh, basic requirement for anything, not even eligibility. We take any woman over the age of 18, although we do have a program for girls 13 to 18, as I said, in, in uh, healthy relationship preparation. Mm-hmm. But a woman can walk in and it really is a program designed specifically for her. She can dive as deep as she's willing to go with us. She can meet with our social work team. We have resource specialists who will help her do an initial assessment and uh, set up a game plan or set her initial goals. We have a number of workshops and activities that go on on a daily basis. Some of those we do ask for a $5 copay, but we do waive that fee if she can't afford that. We have a child watch center on site so she can bring her children with her. They're safe and sound while she's in the facility utilizing services, and that's free of charge. We have a computer lab she can use and and walk back out the door if she needs to. So she can go as deep or as as, um, 
surface as she needs to at any given point in time. But we do uh, surround her with quality supportive services to help her get to her initial goals. And that might be in domestic violence, what are her needs? Uh, it's kind of at that moment of now what? What do I need next? I need a job. I need income. I need to make the right choices. I need some assertiveness. I, I need a safety plan. We have a number of domestic violence groups in, in addition to Carol's Courage. Uh, we also have partner agencies on site that help these individuals with specific things, et cetera. We're also open six days a week, 9 a.m. Oh, wow. mm -hmm. till 8 p.m. And so many women who are experiencing domestic violence and are still at home in the circumstance may not feel comfortable just leaving the house. They have to come at a time when the husband's at work or their significant right. other is away. So we have those hours available where she can really make that work for her. And everything at Fresh Start is absolutely confidential. It is a safe place to be. Uh, while we love men, we don't allow men in our facility. Uh, it, we're all a, a female staff, a female facility. We do have some male facilitators of our workshops, but mm -hmm. for the most part, men aren't free to just roam right. the, the center. So it's a very safe place to be. But she can do anything that she needs or wants to do, up to including our programming, which we have a fabulous scholarship program. We have a mentoring program that is very robust. We have an on-the-job training program. We have career readiness and career placement services. We have personal development services, all about communication, assertiveness, goal setting, um, moving forward in life. We'll wardrobe her. We even do hair, makeup, nails. I mean, the whole enchilada to help her be the very best she can be and make those next steps in her life. Oh, that's so great. So let's do this. We're going to take our break right now. And when we come back, we're going to speak more with Jim and Susan. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Has life ever thrown you a curveball called challenges, or maybe even a boulder called adversity? You are not alone. How to Rise Above Life's Challenges with Grace, Gratitude, Love, and Joy is about finding the gold in life's challenges. April J. Ford shares how tragedies from her past taught her the alchemy of adversity. Who we are inside and the way we handle the challenges we face is how we transition and transform into who we are truly meant to be. Pick up your copy today at www.feeljoyagain.com or by clicking on the link on the You Are Not Alone show page. What makes you the best you can be? Is it money? Is it success? Maybe it's love, a good career, home and family. Could it be a bit of all of these things? Be the best you can be with Dr. Linda Sanicola, along with her featured guests, will bring you the tools that could be the answer to the questions you've been asking. You'll get to the root of some of the problems that have been keeping you from being the best you can be and tackle them head on. Listen every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. tuned into you are not alone to reach april j ford or her guest on today's program you may call in to 1-888-346-9141 again 
That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send April an email, her email address is Ford at joysofyah.com. Now, back to You Are Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges. We're back, and our segment today is You No Longer Have to Suffer in Silence from a Abuse with Jim Fitzpatrick and Susan Berman. And in another episode, I wanted to share quickly with Susan and Jim that I had a guest on here, David Meltzer, and we were talking about you know a couple controversial topics as it relates to abuse in the NFL, specifically domestic violence as well as sex trafficking. And in that episode, we made some suggestions on some of our personal ideas on what the NFL can do as far as those topics. And I heard from Jim, Susan, that Fresh Start was actually involved with the NFL. Tell us more about how you guys got plugged into the NFL. Well, this last year, of course, uh, Phoenix hosted the Super Bowl. And uh, with the Super Bowl, the NFL Wives Group Uh, come to the local area, put on a fundraiser, a luncheon. They do a number of other activities, and they give of their time in volunteer service to a local agency. They selected our agency to have one of their meetings at, and it was a wonderful group of women uh, that I got to meet and talk with. And as a result of their time in Phoenix, they honored me with an award, um, a, a Woman of Distinction Award that they hand out every Super Bowl year in their local area. And they also came to Fresh Start and volunteered their time with us uh, to uh, pay it forward, if you will, which is one mm-hmm. of their requirements. So that was just wonderful. What's interesting about uh, at that point, that was last year, and uh, the NFL was in the news regarding domestic violence and a number of pieces about abuse. Mm -hmm. And they were very concerned because they're a very small, uh, close-knit community, the NFL, uh, men and women. And what was interesting to me beyond the the domestic violence piece that they take very seriously and they were uh, really pleased that the NFL was beginning to really listen to and uh, pay attention to the wives, the the, um, uh, official efforts of the wives, the wives group. And so they were very pleased about where the NFL was headed and what they were going to do at that point in time. But what was interesting was one would think that they have all the resources in the world and all the ability in the world and they shouldn't have problems. Well, they have the very same problems the rest of us have. Mm -hmm. Uh, When the players um, uh, retire and they retire early, they may not be really ready for employment. They have to move constantly and resettle in a new community and they're not sure where to settle in that community. And so they've really created this community, if you will, to support each other and help each other out. And that's all the couples in the NFL. So I was extremely impressed with the group as a whole and what they do and how they pay it forward and and how they give back to their local communities. Wow. And congratulations on getting that honorable award from the NFL and the wives volunteering at your, um, um, you know, at your foundation. Now, Jim, tell us, what is the men's board all about and what's your role? So it's a, there's a group of men. Um, uh, most of them are pretty uh, well-to-do in business world, um, and uh, they have gathered together. and Their main drive is to raise funds for Fresh Start, and their main resource for doing that is a annual uh, charity golf event. And uh, this year's golf event is coming up on 
November 6th uh, out at the Kierlands Resort, one of the bigger resorts out here in Scottsdale. And uh, we are last year raised uh, $354,000 uh, for Fresh Start with a goal this year to top that. I believe our goal is $375,000 $375, to raise. Uh, it will have 216 golfers, um, each of them. Um, I think it's a $3,500 a foursome. Mm -hmm. um, to uh, enter into the into the tournament, um, we also will go out and um, talk to other people throughout the business, our business connections and contacts to try and raise uh, additional additional funds for Fresh Start. They're right. not paid uh, by Fresh Start; it's all voluntary. Now, where can they go if somebody's interested in participating in this event or donating to the event? Where can they go? Where, where do you want people to go? Well, they can start by going to our website, which is freshstartwomen.org, or they can give us a call directly at 602-252-8494. I will say this is our 21st golf tournament so they've been doing it for 21 consecutive years every year it just gets better than the last but what is so amazing to me as CEO of Fresh Start is this men's board comprised now of about 24 members they're all as as Jim said successful businessmen uh, mostly in their 40s somewhere in there and they are involved not because just that they want to play golf or put on a golf tournament. But every one of them is committed to the notion that they understand when you empower a woman in our society, you make an impact for all of us for the better. And they're there because of things like Jim's specific and very special story. But they've had, uh, many of them are uh, products of single mother households or mm -hmm. sisters who have gone through difficult times. And so they're really committed to the mission of Fresh Start and the work that we're doing. And that, to me, is just impressive. Right, right. Awesome. Now, Jim, is there any last-minute um, closing remarks for our listeners out there in the two minutes that we have left on anything you'd want to empower the families with and, you know, looking back at your personal experience? I, um, you know, as, as we were talking earlier about trying to recognize those signs and having the family support, um, you mentioned that, you know, as we thought is, you know, why can't, why can't you just leave? And, um, you know, there, each, each woman's circumstance is completely different. Uh, there are many different um, scenarios that need to be considered. But um, uh, definitely to have, uh, if you're going through something like this, is to definitely reach out, um, get, build a support system, and, and do your best to try and get out of that scenario. I think the radio show's name says it all. You are not alone. Absolutely. Reach out. Get help. There are people out there ready, willing, and able to assist you in every which way possible. And they care. So reach out. Thank you for that, Carol. And Carol, I would love to get you plugged in with my organization, Joy's Gift, because I love what you're doing with the, I know I call it the wraparound programs and services such as Audra's Angels helping the children, Helen's Helpers helping, you know, the the family of the, of the victims, but also in Joy's Gift, we're not there to just empower the women and youth who are the victims, but also we're working on a program to really, you know, help the men, you know, how do we break the cycle of abuse or when it comes to specifically sex trafficking, how do we break the demand? And I would love to make the introduction.
introductions with you and maybe brainstorm and collaborate on what we can do to um, help in that aspect. Essential topic and very relevant. Thank you. I'd love to participate in that dialogue. Right. And I'm so sorry, you guys, we ran out of time today. We could have gone on and on in another segment. I, I'm so inspired by all of your work, and I, I'm really you know, excited you guys took the time to be in our studios there in Phoenix. All righty, everyone. I'm April J. Ford here on Voice America with You Are Not Alone. I share my story and the show so that others can share their stories and have their glory so that others don't have to experience the extremities of what I face, but would be able to take the fruit of my adversities and prosper with it. I give my permission to allow people to borrow my belief and faith, and I give my love and light so that others can illuminate theirs. I share my joys and blessings so that others can share theirs and let others know you are not alone. Make sure you go to feeljoyagain.com to receive your free weekly words of joy and how you can get plugged into getting started with the four steps and find out more about the Joy's Gift organization and how you can share your gifts. You can go to www.joysgift.org. And remember, there's gold to be discovered in our challenges. Know that you're not alone. Get inspired, uplifted, and empowered every Tuesday, 4 p.m. Pacific, here on Voice America. We appreciate your joining us this week for You Are Not Alone. Please tune in for another edition with host April J. Ford next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We can't wait to talk again next week.